our next guest on her ice, the head coach of the Mound West Tonka Whitehawks, Mr. Bob Keel, champions of Section 2, Class A. Coach Keel, how are you feeling? Uh, pretty pretty tired at this point. It's been a busy week. We have spring break starting on Friday here, so we're finishing a bunch of schoolwork. And with COVID-19, we've got all kinds of restrictions down at the X and with busing and loading docks, so it's been a little busier than it was two years ago. So you haven't even been behind the bench yet, and you're already worn out from filling out <laughs> schedules and, and busing and, and all the other paperwork, huh? Yeah, it's email after email and uh, so many precautions, you know, through the NHL protocol along with the high school league. But, you know, this is where we wanted to be all year. So we can complain, but the heck with it. We have to play some more hockey. <laughs> well, that, that sounds like a good attitude. Uh, my first real question is how bad do you girls want this game against Chisago Lakes, given how the last time turned out? I think the girls feel we can play with Chisago. We did last time. Um, in fact, the second period, I thought we had them on our heels the entire time. When we came back from a 2-0 deficit to tie at 2-2 and had two pucks go through the crease where we could have had three or four goals that second period. Um, the go-ahead goal for them in the third period was kind of a fluke shot that Brunette took from way up high top of the circle, and Brooke Piaski had her stick on it and went up off her stick and kind of was a knuckle puck that went over the shoulder of the goalie. So we felt it was a pretty even game. We outshot him. We thought we outskated him. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I was at that game, and for a second, I thought you guys were going to pull away with it. You got two goals from freshman Cameron Hargreaves. It felt like you really had Chisago on the ropes, but they got that lucky bounce, and the puck just kind of trickled past uh, over Nelson's shoulder. Right. And, you know, they've got that explosive first line. Um, they can shoot it hard. They can get rebounds. They can drive to the net. They, they manage to get a point or two each of them each game. And you think you've held them down. And the next thing, they're on the scoreboard. <laughs> so how many times have you watched that game tape looking for something different that your team can do this time around? We've watched it a couple times and we've really focused. We watched their South St. Paul game. We watched their Orono section final game just to see if they've changed combinations, things like that. Um, power play shorthand and just trying to scout them the best we can. Right, right. So this team, 2021, how does it compare to the last time the Whitehawks went to state in 2019? What's uh, what's an improvement? I would say work ethic. Uh, this is the most driven team we've ever had. We get done with practice you know, twice a week at 4.45 or 5 o'clock, and we walk next door here to the high school and go right to the weight room for 40 minutes with a strength trainer. And there's there's no uh, lightening up their effort. They've done a great job on and off the ice all season long. We've got three great tri-captains who are in their second year of being captains. And, you know, I, I just think we have great leadership and we have a really good work ethic that maybe we didn't always have. The, uh, the comment about weight training is interesting. How important is weight training at this point of the season when it comes to uh, muscle fatigue and being ready to play three really tough periods, whereas earlier in the season you might have gotten away with maybe not being in the best physical shape? Uh, yeah, and we, we start in the summer. We have a good strength and conditioning program. We've got that Adam Feelings group that works here with our kids, and it's a workout for girls hockey. It's not a football workout. Uh, we usually do it 
Monday, Wednesday all season long. Last couple of weeks, it's been Monday, Tuesday, but uh, I, I, I really believe in it. And I think the big thing for us is not only the endurance, but injury prevention. Mm-hmm. You know, Chicago is going to be as physical a team as we've played all year. Um, already looking ahead to next year, we've got nine double-A teams on the schedule. It's a little physical hockey. You've got to be prepared for that. With uh, with ten underclassmen on the roster, how do you balance the expectations of a program like Mountain West Tonka while also reminding yourself that some of these girls are still really young and might not be um, as seasoned as some of your older players? Uh, that's an interesting question because last year we lost in the section final. We are favored to win, and I attribute a lot of that to youth. We had no seniors. Um, we could have had two, three, maybe even four goals the first period against Hutchinson, and we didn't. And as the game went on, our youth, uh, this year we've had great um, experience with the seniors who have been through some of these battles. Our seniors were in the state tournament two years ago. But we know there's going to be nervousness. We've got our twin towers, the two freshmen, Hardacre and uh, <laughs> Hardgraves, that, um, you know, they're freshmen. You know, Natalie Miner, she's a freshman. We've got some sophomores in their first or second year of varsity. So it's, you know, there's going to be some nervousness, obviously, and we're just going to do the best we can. You mentioned some of those seniors. A few of those players, uh, Brooke Piaski, Grace Peterson, Jenna Brustad, just to name a couple, they were on the team during the 2017-2018 season that went 8-14-3, which, you know, isn't terrible, but it's certainly below 500. What have you seen uh, in terms of growth from that group to go from 8-14-3 to 20-0-5 to being in a section final last year and going to state this season? The main thing is scoring for us. Uh, that first year that Claire Goldsmith and I came back to be coaches, we just couldn't score. We scored, I think it was six goals in our first four games. We lost to South St. Paul one nothing. We lost to somebody else two. You know, they were all one goal losses. If you really look at that season, we should have probably have been about fourteen and ten, but we just didn't put the puck in the net. As these kids have gotten stronger, uh, Grace Peterson, our goal leader with nineteen, I think she had goals that year. You know, they were freshmen. Um, as you get more mature, and with our strength program, I just think the kids are shooting better. They're stronger. Uh, we're pounding the net, getting rebound goals. Um, and experience always helps. Experience always helps, especially in March. You look down the stat leaders, you, I mean, the names, um, Grace Peterson, Sidney Leonard, Greta Piaski, Cameron Hargreaves, you, you, you know who these players are because they pop up so often on the score sheet. But is there are there a few unsung players on your team that maybe are glue players or if you, uh, if you found yourself in a game without one of these players that maybe doesn't get on the score sheet every time, uh, you'd be in big trouble. Uh, probably the un- unsung hero is uh, Emily Wendorf. She's only got seven points or eight points, but she's just a kid. My daughter is helping coach this year, and she just can't sing enough praises about her because she is so smooth. She doesn't stand out as being a superstar, but you don't see her make any mistakes at the blue line. She's in her third year as a varsity regular, and she's just a sophomore. Uh, tremendous skater, just seems to know where to be and uh, how to get the job done every time. 
Um, senior Taylor Leonard, four-year veteran on defense, another one. Only has 10 points, but is killing penalties, runs the second power play. Um, they don't always get the notoriety and the points, but they're kind of kids that keep your team steady and the work ethic that they show each day. What's it like coaching with your daughter? How do you how do you balance being uh, being dad and being co-coaches? Uh, I'm not co-coaches with my daughter. She's a volunteer assistant. Ah, okay. Um, her her job at Google allowed her to work at home, so she came up back to Minnesota from Texas for the winter. So she's out on the ice along with Rick Hill, a veteran coach, is another volunteer assistant for us. Primarily working with Forbes, Todd. My daughter working with the centers has done a great job with Peterson and Leonard. I think our draws, we're getting about 68, 69% of the draws, which is a big improvement over a year ago. So some real pluses there. And she brings her experience from Ohio State. And when she walked out of the rink, they instantly know who she is, former Miss Hockey can, uh, finalist. So she had respect the minute she stepped on there, and the kids have really responded well to her. Yeah, it seems like a, a nice uh, kind of a luxury to have a coach that's so good at coaching face-offs, which, in my opinion, are one of the most undervalued uh, pieces of the game. Would you agree? 100%. We spend uh, we have stations two times a week, and one of our stations is our centers working with Taylor just on draws and where we want to put the draw and why and some face-off plays. And how have you seen those face-offs tilt the ice during the season, are there a few um, specific instances where you can remember thinking maybe in the D zone or the offensive zone, oh gosh, if we don't get this face off, uh, we might be in trouble? Uh, we, I don't remember if it was Hutchinson or who it was. We had a one goal game and we ended up having four face offs within the last 40 seconds in our zone, and Grace Peterson won all four. <laughs> uh, another example we ran a face-off play off a power play and we scored within six seconds so they and the kids all came to the bench going taylor that's what we worked on yesterday so they you know uh it has paid off a lot and we we do emphasize face-offs even before this season but uh yeah it's something that a lot of teams i don't think spend as much time as we do on yeah, what's well, that's got to be so rewarding as a coach to hear somebody on the bench say, "Taylor, that's what we worked on yesterday," and you'd think to yourself, "Oh, so you are listening?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How does being a teacher help you as a coach? I'd imagine that you apply some of the same principles that you use in the classroom to the ice. Uh, that and the fact that I can keep track of their grades. I know oh, what they okay. now. This year is a, this year is real different because of COVID. We have some distance learners, but otherwise, I see the kids in the hallway every day, and can remind them about things. I know who's hanging out with who, you know, <laughs> all the different situations that go on with, and some of the situations they have just, you know, growing up. The joy of coaching, watching a kid come into our program as eighth or ninth graders, wearing braces and leaving, driving a car onto college. Uh, we get to see a lot of changes in these young ladies. Well, that that's uh, that's heartwarming to hear. Now, here's my my million dollar question. You ready for this one? Sure. This is the big one. Sell me on the White Hawks going all the way this season and winning the title. Say that again. I didn't hear part of it. Uh, sell me on the White Hawks. Why should I believe that the White Hawks have a chance to win this year's Class A state championship? Hmm. Uh, that's a great question. I, I just, I think we're going to play from the start to the finish. 
we play three lines. We will have to spot them a little carefully um, against our opponents. I think our four defensemen match up really well in Class A hockey. All, all four of our defensemen are either three, four, or five-year starters um, for our top four. And our fifth defenseman, Natalie Miner, is in her second year of varsity um, and has come a long way. So I think defensively, we don't give up a lot of shots normally. We've only been out shot once all year, and that was from Holy Family. Um, so we expect to be in each game. Wow, I'm in. I'm all in. I'm more in on the Whitehawks than I am on Bitcoin, and that's saying something, Bob. <laughs> all right. Well, I think I've got. Uh, I think I've got all I need. Thank you so much, Bob, for taking the time with me today. Uh, best of luck to the Whitehawks. We're looking forward to watching your team play. Thank you so much, and we appreciate the coverage. All righty, I'll talk to you. All right. Bye bye.